If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Wednesday, May 6th. S&P futures are up about 20 points. That is 70 basis points. They are at 2878. Europe is trading about flat overall. Um, the major industries are a little bit mixed beneath the surface. And Asia generally traded in the green for the most part. Uh, and Japan was closed. So very, very quiet morning. Um, there's really kind of no major headlines that are driving markets in one way or the other. Um, eco data, there was a bunch of eco numbers out. I, you know, None of them are, are particularly important. You got the final Eurozone services PMI. Um, you had German factory orders, you had retail sales out of the EU. Um, all of it was on the soft side, but you know, again, I don't think anything that was dramatically uh, contrary to expectations. The EU published new economic forecasts for the Eurozone this morning, and they were grim. Um, but again, I don't think they're really kind of shifting anyone's view on the state of the economy. I think everyone was anticipating that you're going to have, obviously, um, a huge growth headwind this year, and then a rebound next year. It's just a question of magnitude. On the earnings front, um, some of the major names of the U.S. last night, so Disney was obviously the biggest one. I think the numbers themselves for the quarter were no worse than feared. Um, however, they are foregoing their dividends, so they pay biannual dividends. They pay two a year, um, and they're going to forego the one that gets paid out in, the, in, in July. So definitely an unexpected development. Management just says they're preserving cash. Um, and then I think there was a lack of clarity as far as reopening the global parks, so they're going to reopen the Shanghai Park on May 11th, and only at 30% of its normal capacity. And it's not clear when the rest of the rest of the parks will open, in particular the U.S. ones. Video games, I think, were the big highlight on the upside last night, especially ATVI. Um, very strong numbers, increased guidance by more than the beat in the quarter, um, and definitely talk about how they're seeing um, improved trends as a result of uh, the coronavirus and, and the shelter-and-home orders globally. Um, in Europe, there were a bunch of earnings as well, although, again, none of them were really kind of dramatic one way or the other. Uh, Dialog Semi, which is a small semiconductor company, was solid. That is helping semiconductor stocks to outperform. Um, other than that, a bunch of smaller names. For the calendar today, the focus will stay on earnings, I think. So CVS, GM, Shopify are out this morning. Those are the big highlights. And then a couple after the close include MetLife, Lyft, PayPal, Square, you have the ADP jobs report for the month of April. That's going to hit at 8.15. Um, it's going to be uh, a, you know, an awful figure. The street's modeling 2.1 million job losses. I still think the claims numbers that we get every Thursday morning, the weekly claims, the initial jobless claims, those are the more relevant figure, I think, as far as the market is concerned, just because you get more real-time insight into the underlying state of uh, the jobs market. So the street is looking for you know continued moderation in those claims figures tomorrow morning. And then obviously Friday of the big official uh, BLS report. Uh, tonight, so Wednesday night into Thursday morning, you're going to get to China trade numbers for April, and those will be in focus. So um, again, very, very quiet 
you know, no major single headlines, I think, that are really worth highlighting. They're driving markets one way or the other. Um, you know, I think the Tuesday price action was very interesting where you had this very inexplicable rally out of the gate, and then you had this sort of inexplicable fade in the afternoon. I know that everyone has their lists of reasons as to why both moves occurred. Um, I have a very hard time kind of trying to ascribe any fundamental development or any single headline um, to cause it. The ones in the afternoon, the excuses were... Um, you know, some of them were, were particularly um, ridiculous. So, you know, I continue to think you just have this this market now that has been cresting on a lot of themes that are growing quite stale. So reopening, positive linearity, um, you know, all the drug vaccine headlines that we've been seeing, and then stimulus. Those are all kind of the big four themes that we've now been dealing with now for over a month. They've helped propel the rally. Um, you know, they continue to resonate to an extent, but you can feel that they are losing their resonance in the market. Um, for good reason. I think that the market has already absorbed all of them. And then it's a question of kind of shifting to new ones going forward, finding new catalysts to drive the tape higher. And that's been my biggest complaint, um, in particular when it comes to reopening. I, I don't understand why markets continue to celebrate the announcements of individual states, uh, cities, countries, et cetera, and then companies now making their own reopening announcements. We know that we are reopening. The whole country is reopening. States are our outlining guidelines or different phases. Companies are, are making announcements as to how they're going to be reopening. The question is whether or not you see a normalization of economic activity. Um, and I think that there is a huge discrepancy between those two. You're going to have reopening is relatively easy. Um, and the question is, are you going to have that economic activity normalized? And that's going to be a very slow, arduous process. Um, and I think if there's a, you know, a singular complaint with the market, it's kind of that um, inappropriate conflation of reopening and normalization. On the stimulus front, you are going to have a fifth stimulus bill. Um, Congress is, is trickling back to Washington. The White House is, is floating its ideas. Um, Trump wants a payroll tax cut. No one in Congress seems to want a payroll tax cut, including senior Republicans. Um, I've, I doubt very strongly you're going to see capital gains tax cut get included in the bill. Democrats want a trillion plus dollars for state and local budgets. Republicans um, are very opposed to that. So you'll probably wind up getting another bill. I think it's going to be more difficult and acrimonious than the prior four have been. Um, and then you have the question of, you know, whether or not you see any pushback in markets from, you know, this enormous amount of, 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 of fiscal stimulus. Um, you know, the Treasury on Monday publishes its, its, published its issuance updates for Q2 and Q3, and the figures are, are enormous. So the market has a lot of paper to absorb. Um, and those figures are only going to be heading higher as a result of all of this spending. Um, and you have the Fed that's been kind of gradually tapering down its its treasury purchases. So I don't I don't necessarily think stimulus is going to be um, you know a major driver going forward on the drugs and vaccine front. Um, again, all of the medical progress that's occurring is very commendable. It's it's very important and positive. I just don't think it really matters for the market at this point in time. Um, especially remdesivir, and you have a lot of kind of vaccine headlines now on the tape. This Oxford University candidate is, um, you know, thought to be the front runner, and they, you know, the claim will have they'll have news out in the coming months as to whether or not it's it's viable. Um, but I don't necessarily think that investors should be hoping for kind of a a big breakthrough on on the drug front, even if you have a vaccine that is that is tested to be safe and viable and effective, um, you still have to ramp manufacturing, distribute, and then and then get obviously everyone inoculated. And that, that process is going to take a very long time. Um, so I still think this whole reopening versus normalization is probably um, you know the biggest theme to watch in the market. I have a you know a big section just 
discussing a lot of the fallout economically from the coronavirus crisis and a lot of it that I think is going to be permanent. Um, you know, it's not going to be this question of a quick snapback, especially obviously certain industries are being hit more acutely than others, especially retail, um, a lot of travel, leisure, et cetera. But you're really leaving a lot of permanent damage, I think, um, you know, scattered throughout those industries. And, you know, I think that's going to have a lasting effect on the economy. Um, you know, and even the companies that are supposed to be thriving in this environment, like an Amazon, you know, depending on how you define thriving, if you look at the operating profit forecast for that company, that's collapsed this year. Um, so, you know, it's hard to say that anyone is necessarily really thriving as far as earning more money um, in this environment. So my views stay the same in terms of the overall tape. You know, I continue to think that I don't get every morning you come in with these kind of inexplicable rallies. I appreciate that there's a ton of FOMO um, in the tape right now. There's obviously a lot of, um, you know, there's a desire to kind of participate in this rally, a sense that um, because of, um, you know, because you continue to have this reopening and a lot of stimulus, et cetera, that, um, you know, the tape just has this underlying bit to it. I just think the fundamentals, you know, don't justify that. Uh, so that is everything for today. Thank you for listening.